That's hilarious. Uh, we were unaware of the fact that Alex was doing oh, his laundry. Boise, that's not that far, guys. Anyone down for a road? It was, I'd see like shadowy oh, figures oh, all the time. Hello and welcome to the Brain Mosh Podcast. My name is Dryden. As always, I'm here with my co-hosts who can uh, introduce themselves. Go ahead, guys. Hi, I'm Bretto. Hey, I'm Brennan. I'm Alex. And, uh, yeah, it's good to be here. So, what you guys so up? good. What are you guys up to? How are you doing? Oh, you know, just peachy. Living that just reading peachy. week life. Oh, yeah. Just, that uh, sounds nice. Yeah, just yeah. living the carpenter's dream, working every day, and uh, yeah, that's that's what we do. <laughs> the carp- just work carpenter by day, podcast by night. Exactly. It's it's a nice. it's a wild I mean, life I live. Yeah, full time working with hardwood. Mm, mm-hmm. What the- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> What, uh, is it, is it framing that you do, Alex? Yeah, or? I, I uh, started with a framing crew when I moved here, so that's, nice. that's what I do. It's not too bad so far. It's not my favorite part of carpentry, but. Right. What is your favorite part of carpentry? Uh, doing like custom work, <laughs> working like directly with a client and, and doing fancy stuff. Cool. But framing pays the bills pretty well, so. Is there like one thing that you've made before that's really, that like you're proud of or that was really cool? Uh... <laughs> The, the biggest one would probably be when I, I won the annual carpentry competition in Manitoba for journeyman carpenters that graduated in the same year that I did. Uh, so like the top nine out of 120 students or whatever competed against nice. each other and Bosch Tools was there to sponsor the event and everything. And, and we made a, a hug bench is what it's called. I didn't know that it was just a bench in my mind, but it was pretty <laughs> fancy and had like a little roof and everything. And we a also did a written test. So that's, that's one of the cooler things I've done, I would say. Cool. So you're just, you're, you are the best carpenter in Manitoba <laughs> that graduated in 2018, 19. You're the best carpenter in Manitoba. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take <laughs> it. If you're going to say it that way and just make it that way, I'll say, I'll take it. Yeah. Okay, guys, I heard, I don't know what a hug bench was and I tried Googling it. It's just a bunch of stock photos of people hugging on benches. <laughs> <laughs> so that so i'm more confused than when i when we started because there was also I, a physical there was also a physical component to yeah. yeah we all had to hug each other Best while sitting hug, on a yeah. bench before we started <laughs> all right uh, good stuff so guys it's it's uh it's been a big week been a big few weeks for music hasn't it um, it has yeah for you for uh what you like for sure <laughs> that was that was not a jab but like yeah. none of it has excited me but please that's the best it. way like, to frame it though i mean yeah like that was like not a jab M- mcr i've never even heard someone refer to trash as mcr before <laughs> yeah no but Dryden, talk about it 
right? <laughs> well, I'm I'm sorry nothing <laughs> happened in the world of entry level hipster trash today yeah. or this week. I'm, I'm just yeah, like, come yeah. on. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> MCR has returned. Uh, I just like I can't even like in terms of like returns that I would get excited about. This is definitely number two with Jesus being number one. <laughs> like, it's been, it's, it's a little, it's been a little bit like, uh, it's been a bit like half-life three. Like, you know how there's that recurring joke all over yes. the internet? Like it's like when pigs fly, like, Oh yeah. Right. When half-life three comes out, are you not aware of this, Brennan? No. Yeah. I've heard that. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's like, that's honestly how the MCR reunion kind of is. Like people always talked about it. Like it was just something that was never going to happen. They're like, Oh yeah. Like, you know, maybe one day when MCR reunites, but then they friggin' did, they friggin' did. And they announced it on Halloween, which just like, of course they did because that's just the coolest possible day to, for a band to return. Uh, yeah. So MCR is back. Uh, it's, it's been, it's been a bit of a journey because they've not really been super specific. Well, they've not been specific at all about what their plans are for the future. Uh, the way they announced their return was just by launch, like launching a, a, a comeback concert basically and selling tickets for it. That was how they let everyone know they were coming back. But now they've, uh, they've announced that they're playing uh, a couple festivals and they've announced another couple shows with some other cool bands and uh, they've launched a band Instagram, which is interesting because they were like Instagram wasn't even a big deal when they were still a band, right? So like they never had a band Instagram. Was Instagram around when they yeah, were? Yeah, wasn't even there. Well, they broke up in twenty thirteen, oh, okay. so Instagram was definitely yeah. around. It just wasn't a big deal, um, or as big of a deal. But they've launched a band Instagram, and they've been posting these weird kind of uh, kind of cryptic images on their Instagram. Personally, if you want my opinion, the stuff that they've been posting looks a lot like a upcoming album cover, but that's pure speculation. Uh, that's what it looks like to me. I think, I mean, it's, it's definitely seems like they're planning to be back for a while. Um, but see, the funny thing is that a while ago, remember when the Jonas Brothers came back and that was like a big deal? <laughs> um, for, for a yeah, whole, so like, how long? Yeah, a week. <laughs> I don't know. Honestly, I don't like. I don't mind some of the stuff on their newest album. You guys, listen to it. Uh, no, unless I've heard like uh, where I work, the hit radio station plays stuff. So oh, maybe yeah, I, yeah. I like would recognize it, but no, I'm not sure. Yeah, mm. I think I only heard well, the, I mean, the first one that they released. That was the new one. Oh yeah, I forget what it's called. Oh, uh, sucker, right? Is that yeah, the sucker? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, I know that song. Yeah, Brandon, you would like that song. That song's up your alley. You know, it's, it's, it's pretty decent. Yeah. Um, anyway, but when they first came back, they were on some, I forget what they were on some TV show or something. And Joe Jonas said that, uh, my chemical romance had been rehearsing in the, uh, in the same studio as them in New York. So Joe Jonas kind of hinted that maybe MCR was coming back and, uh, which I just think is hilarious that it was Joe Jonas of all. Of all people <laughs> that tipped the world off that MCR might be coming back, yeah. but then sure enough, he was spot on. So that's the first band reunion that I'm stoked about. The other reunion that I'm stoked about, and I'm not as up to date on this one, but Rage Against the Machine is uh, is is back as well. They announced it like three days after MCR, 
I don't. I'm not up to date on what their actual plans are. I don't know if it's just one show, but they've. I think they've for sure announced they, that they're they coming have, back for uh, one show. I'm looking at Rage Against the Machines Instagram, <laughs> oh, yeah. which they now have, and it looks like they have five shows planned in 2020. Five shows. Wow. Mostly in the southern states. Right. Well, that's the part of the world that needs a little rage right now. <laughs> True. <laughs> Honestly, of all the times for rage to come back, the midst of the Donald Trump presidency is absolutely the perfect time. Yeah. Oh, they would only have to play one song. <laughs> and, uh, you know, what's interesting is like, you can see how like especially in the uk and in the states uh like more aggressive and more rebellious music becomes much more popular uh under right-wing political administrations so uh like the first huge like british punk movement happened under thatcher right and the american punk rock scene really exploded under ronald reagan right like that's when the uh that's when the dead Kennedys kind of came onto scene and like just wrote countless songs about how much they hated the president. <laughs> and uh, then under the Bush presidency, that's when like green day skyrocketed to fame with like American idiot and everything. Right. And there were like several compilation albums, like rock against Bush or whatever, of just like bands being mad at George Bush. And uh, now Donald Trump is back and uh the pu- and you know the punk rock scene has no shortage of stuff to be angry about so it's exciting times yeah it is i i'm i'm curious to see if if it's stuff where people release new music or if they're just gonna you know retour yeah i mean mcr is definitely not on the uh well i wouldn't say they have no political songs but that's not really their focus but actually did you guys know mcr was inspired uh, well, Gerard Way, their front man, was inspired by 9-11 to start a band because he was initially uh, he was initially planning to pursue a career in art and like comic books and stuff. And uh, then when 9-11 happened, he decided life is short. I want to do something I really care about. I'm going to start a band. Huh. And MCR was born. I, I was interested to see how 9-11 was actually going to play into that, but <laughs> turns out it was just like the, I could die any time. Yeah, it was just the existential dread. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I've I've been talking for a long time. What uh, what else is going on with, with music? Bredo, you, you were pretty excited about the uh, new Invent to Animate stuff. Yeah, I... Uh... I've just been having it on repeat for the most part. I don't have anything intelligent to say about it, though. Truthfully, <laughs> I uh, yeah. <laughs> no, I've been just excited about that. Been excited about the new counterparts that came out a week or two ago. Oh yeah. Um, what else has come out? What else has been good? Have you have you ever seen counterparts live with me, Bredo? Yeah, I we saw counterparts live when we were at architects i think oh yeah because it was yeah. it was counterparts stick to your guns and then architects yeah right? that was the first time i saw counterparts a, too that that was a wild show Jeez, that was my i've seen counterparts twice i saw them uh i saw them with comeback kid oh no 
Stray from the Path, maybe. I think maybe it was Stray from the Path and, and Counterparts that I saw together. And then, uh, yeah, then I saw him the second time with you. Yeah. Also, another good album that came out same day as that Counterparts album, Fit for an Autopsy, dropped a new album. Oh, yeah. Which is, I think, really good. Also, just Will Putney, though, too. So, you know. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's... Uh, Yellow Wolf just uh, released a new album, too. Yes, Alex, we all know you love Yellow Wolf, okay? <laughs> it's pretty... It's it's all right. The The funny thing... Isn't he... Is that... Uh, oh, go ahead. He... I follow him on Instagram, and he doesn't post too often, um, but he recently posted something that was from LeBron James's Instagram, which was LeBron trying to sing along to one of Yella's new songs and clearly <laughs> not knowing the words. And it was very embarrassing for me to watch for him. So have, have you ever done that before? Like been at a show live and you sing the wrong words? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Or, or you just, you don't know the words, but you're just so excited and it just comes out like gibberish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or like, like, like it'll be like one of the band's like most famous lyrics and they'll like hold the mic to the crowd and everybody will shout it out, but you don't know it, but you just kind of like throw your fist in the air and join in anyway. Just, yeah. That's actually like, uh, I've always thought at concerts, like when I'm like close to the front, like some bands with, they'll like give a, someone in the, you know, in the crowd a mic to sing a part. And like, what if you just completely forgot all the words? <laughs> That'd just be so embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. There's uh that's definitely that's definitely a risk. Like I like that because that happens a lot at hardcore shows, right? Like yeah. you're up in the front yeah. just like jammed in with everyone and and like the vocals will just like hold the mic in front of your mouth and you're like, dude, like like I don't know you I don't know your lyrics. It's like it's your song. My you know? <laughs> my favorite thing with counterparts when they do that and someone just says whatever they want. And then Brendan calls yeah. him. I was like, those aren't the words, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> he's, I, I think he's a pretty funny guy. He is. He's, His Twitter is top notch. Oh, he's very funny on Twitter. Um, he's, he made some tweet a while ago about how like, you know, uh, when a band comes to town, like, some people say like, Oh, like I won't worry about it this time. Like I'll catch them next time. And he's like, he's like, look, man, two years from now, I could be working for some it company, you know, leaving all my hardcore dreams behind. Like, you know, he's, he's pretty down to earth. He's pretty funny. Um, what about Don Cherry? You guys hear about this? And now for something completely different. Um, Hold on, before yeah. we get to Don Cherry, can I talk about this stupid album you made me listen to? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, well, we were saving that. With, uh, you're, you're getting ahead of us. <laughs> okay, we okay. Say, Back to Don Cherry. Did you do it, though? The, 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 I did. The first part, <laughs> yeah, the first, part of the, the first part of the podcast is for banter and casual conversation. <laughs> and then we get into our segments. It's okay. music related. Yeah, it's but a it's not. It's, it, it's a it's it's a specific segment, Bretto. <laughs> okay, well, crucify me. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay, just we'll we'll cue you in. Okay, just just hold just hold your thoughts. Okay. So Don Cherry, eh? So, so Don Cherry for our 
maybe one Irish listener who wants to um, describe what happened and who Don Cherry is. <laughs> For the Irish guy. I bet the Irish guy just listened to one episode. Like, I bet we've been like, <laughs> calling him out to the <laughs> Uh, Alex, I feel like you would have the best idea of who Don Cherry is. Yeah. Uh, so, so for, <laughs> yes, yes, I do. I mean, it sounds that way already. Um, basically for those who don't know, Don Cherry is pretty famous in Canadian sports culture. He's, uh, he was an NHL hockey player as well as a coach. And then for the last 30 some years has been running a segment on hockey night in Canada called coach's corner. And see, un- unlike Bredo, he understands how segments work. <laughs> okay. It just got really dark in here. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like Don Cherry's pretty, pretty known for having very controversial things to say. And also well wearing a very Canada's racist grandpa. Yeah, Canada's yeah. Racist, racist grandpa. And he wears really strange suits while being racist. <laughs> so he's still, he's still beloved yeah by the for the most part and well yeah, yeah like your racist grandpa like yeah. you still love him because he's your grandpa but like well he, yeah like, like yeah this guy's he's 85 hockey for 35 years i guess we should let him keep going he's pretty knowledgeable but he does say dumb yeah. stuff yeah but yeah so then basically what happened yeah. is with remembrance day happening um and the classic you're supposed to wear your poppy uh sue me i didn't this year i don't i don't actually know where i have one uh Okay, can I say something about poppies? Yeah. Because I need to get this off my chest. And this isn't going to be controversial. This is me admitting something embarrassing. Uh, I don't know where to get poppies. And at this point, I'm too afraid to ask. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I've seen them like in every fast food chain or something. They just have a tub of them on the counter. Any grocery store too. Yeah, maybe that's where I saw it. But like. It's just, it just, it, it befuddles me every November. All of a sudden, everybody has a Magically poppy. And I'm on like, like, November 1st, they where, don't have one. Where do you get your poppies? <laughs> make sure, Seriously. if you ever take a poppy, though, make sure you put, like, a couple bucks in the thing, too. Because, like, those yeah. go to the veterans. Oh, it's like a donate to get a poppy thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Make don't sense. just take a poppy. Oh, right. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, yeah Dryden's okay. going to walk in and just don't, grab don't... a handful. He's like, I need these. <laughs> I need these. I, this is this is the first time in my life I've ever had a had a poppy. <laughs> I'm not paying for it. Yeah. No, you you should pay for your poppies. It's, I I can get behind that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, you wouldn't download a car. <laughs> <laughs> but I would download music on LimeWire just to kill my parents' computer, so I can listen to some good stuff. <laughs> uh, download like. Download like some horrible Trojan virus that's disguised as like you know that way by the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> okay, <laughs> guys, I have a I, <laughs> I have a, I have a confession about LimeWire songs. Oh, no. <laughs> this is it was Brennan who put the viruses so, on LimeWire. No, this is so embarrassing and so funny. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say how old I was because I was I think I was too old to think this, but I'm gonna say I was young. <laughs> so I was like I was like on you know on LimeWire whenever like downloading music and I, I went on like a Beatles binge and then for some reason LimeWire um gave me the song um not okay not all star by smash mouth but their other song that was on shrek 
um, I'm a believer oh, that, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's actually a cover of a monkey's song. Okay, well, it, it it told me that that was by the Beatles, and I believed it for way too long. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you're not too far off. Like, it was the monkeys. <laughs> yeah, but it sounded like it was All Star playing it. It really sounded nothing like the Beatles. <laughs> oh, but, oh, you mean it was like like you thought like the current Smash Mouth version? Yeah, was by the it was just like oh, oh Limewire said it's. I've said this is a Beatles song, so <laughs> I, I believe that. I've never told That's anyone really that till now. <laughs> what a kind of like my poppy confession. Yeah, yeah well, this is just gonna be confessions. <laughs> great, yeah. great. Okay, wait. Anyway, to segue back into the topic, Don Jerry. So. Yeah. So the oh, thing right. that I forgot we were talking about this. <laughs> the, the thing that Don Cherry said that uh, you know became so controversial, he got fired for it. Uh, he said, "You people that come here and in italics, that's basically like him saying immigrants. You love our way of life. You love our milk and honey. At least you can pay a couple of bucks for poppies or something like that." And then in his non-apologies, he said, "I know what I said and I meant it. Everybody in Canada should wear a poppy to honor our fallen soldiers." So, like, there he kind of fixed it and said it how he meant to say it, but he mm-hmm. was yeah. overtly being the racist grandpa when he said, you people, as a blanket statement yes. to cover people like that. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Like, people are freaking out because he got fired over this. Well, I mean, I shouldn't say people. I'm sure there are some people who are mad that he got fired over this, but I think this is kind of a scenario of, like, the straw that broke the camel's back. You know, like, it's not like it's not like this thing is necessarily bad enough to fire him over, but like he's just said so many things that are like very questionable. And I wonder if maybe it was more so a matter of like, you know what? Like this guy's getting too old and too old and racist. He should, he should have retired a while ago. He's (laughs) 85. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, I hope they're not still putting me on TV when I'm 85. Like Lord knows what sort of stuff I would be saying. Yeah, You never know. (laughs) Um, no, I mean, that's not to make excuses for him. Like, I, yeah. I don't like what he, I don't, I definitely don't like what he said, but yeah, no, it's interesting. And it's just one of those things, like, like you said, like he's done so many things like this and, and his, his, you know, offer of not even being apologetic is usually like him saying mm-hmm. that I, I said what I meant. Like, I'm, I'm yeah. not. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. That's how I feel. And, and while that's respectable, there's times when it's not appropriate to say what you feel. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, like I feel, I feel like Bredo doesn't understand how segments work, but like, at a certain point, <laughs> you need to stop bringing it up. Fuck. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Did anyone else see? Yeah, sorry, <laughs> Did anyone else see online how people were comparing it to Justin Trudeau and blackface? <laughs> yeah yeah oh, like, yeah but that's because conservative canadians will bring the blackface thing up at the drop of a hat like yeah yeah and the thing that i don't was, get with that is like it's apples to oranges and like yeah you can compare them but they're completely different situations overall and with different yeah, context like, yeah yeah especially in a like yeah. at the time too it, we had the election coming up so people had to choose between parties that they like and they wanted to run yeah. the country or didn't, you know, and like that factors into stuff. And I feel like I hate that people can't critically think about things. It's like, think, think for two seconds before you like post something online or say something dumb, unless you're okay with saying stupid stuff then like go for it. But still. 
Yeah. Yeah. Did, did, I don't know if you guys watched the, uh, the leaders debate, um, like, bo- like before the election, but like Andrew Shear, like, I mean, I don't really like the guy to begin with, but like he kept bringing up the blackface thing with like at like every single opportunity. And it actually got like so cringeworthy after a while. And it was like, okay, dude, like literally everybody's moved on and everybody's (laughs) talking about their own stuff now. Like you need to let it go. Classic conservative versus liberal schmear campaign. Exactly. That's exactly what it was. But I mean, honestly though, like, like, like I don't align myself with the conservative party on, on almost every issue, but, um, I, I feel honestly like Andrew Shear is not like the best <laughs> representative <laughs> like they, that they could they have. They couldn't find somebody like, that was I, better than that. Exactly. I feel like they could have found someone who was much more eloquent and respectable I'm su- in a debate scenario than that. At some point, I'm surprised they just didn't like put a wig on Stephen Harper and try to bring him back. <laughs> <laughs> Those were those were my favorite yeah. years. Was listening to those ads all the time. It's like <laughs> when Stephen Harper was like bashing yeah. Justin. Yeah, he's just not ready. <laughs> the soft-spoken middle-aged ready. woman's voice, Justin Trudeau. <laughs> Justin Trudeau, he's just not ready. <laughs> the thing is, though, like, like it, but like. Justin Trudeau, because unfortunately, because he's so like good looking, like people don't realize how old he is, <laughs> you know, like, like he's in his late forties, yeah. like he's not, yeah. you know, but like, because he looks so good, like, I think the conservatives just took that and they were like, oh, he's good looking. We can attack that and make it sound like he's young and inexperienced. The, the one but it's thing like, I couldn't like, handle like, was the teenage girls on Twitter. That was just like, every tweet was a picture of Justin Trudeau saying, daddy. <laughs> okay not not that this is turning into a canadian politics <laughs> podcast because there's enough there's enough of those out there yeah, but hot hot take uh jugmeet singh is much more attractive than justin trudeau 100 percent. yeah you think so yeah jugmeet singh is right, nice just beard. like oozes leadership you know mm-hmm well, good. I guess, I guess that wasn't really a hot take then. I guess we're all in agreement. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, that's, uh, that's Canadian politics. Hot take, that's what's your politics. opinion on his wife again, Dryden? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Jagmeet Singh and his wife are both very attractive people. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> And their kids will probably be like supermodel material based on based on their genetics. But <laughs> anyway, we we've we've missed the opportunity to have an incredibly attractive prime minister and prime minister's wife. But who knows? Four years from now, maybe things will change. We can only hope. Um. So movies. Yes. Right. Movies. Yes. Movies, movies are good. Movies are good. <laughs> <laughs> Brennan, you're a big movie guy. I, I am. I really enjoy movies. Like, what? What is? What, what's what's happening? What's happening in the movie world? What have you been watching? Um, recently, last two movies I went to go see in theaters uh, were Jojo Rabbit and then Parasite. Just a few days ago. 
parasite was absolutely insane yeah like just so so <laughs> it was just it was like honestly yeah um it's just quite an experience because it just yeah it, it changes so much um in how like in the genre of the movie pretty much but it's still like one one good film like it doesn't feel out of place when the beginning is like funny and lighthearted and and a heist film and the end is like a dark weird thriller um yeah but yeah it's so cool um and yeah i wish more i wish i guess well, i don't know what the west rest of western culture is like but i feel like a lot of people don't give foreign movies a chance at all yeah which is like oh, too bad because there's so much um, well, I think like I, I'm definitely guilty of this, but I think there's just kind of a general assumption that like foreign movies have lower budgets, you know, lower standards, yeah. lower, you know, and, but yeah, yeah, I'm not saying I've like, I'm an expert in foreign film, but I've, I've, you know, given some, <laughs> given some a try and there's a lot of good stuff. Um, is it, so yeah, it's, is it not English? You know what? No, this one's Korean. Oh, it's Korean. Uh, so it's the director Bong Joon Ho. I think he's only made one English movie, and that was Snowpiercer, which was really good. <gasps> he directed Snowpiercer. Yeah, dude. I did not know that. Yeah. No way. I love Snowpiercer. Yeah, Snowpiercer's sweet. But it was so weird, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess it makes sense. But like, huh? That actually, I'm reading up on this, and this actually sounds like a really good movie. Yeah, yeah, dude, def- definitely. I mean, go see I think it. it's only in theaters for a couple more days. It got ninety nine percent on Rotten out. Tomatoes, and that never happens. So that never happens. Yeah. No, it's uh, like I don't want to give away really any of it, but like it's, it, the, I just want to rewatch it like a few times to try and pick up like every little thing because there's so much detail in the film and like, um, little like hints and and just stuff layered throughout like I, I love watching a movie and then just going on youtube and seeing what other people think or like yeah. that's just yeah yeah like i love movie channels whatever they have yes. um but yeah like there's just so much that other people pointed out and dryden you were saying earlier you've been reading a lot on reddit about it it's pretty cool yeah. Yeah. no great movie and jojo rabbit um, is hilarious take uh how do you pronounce his name is it take uh Taiga, like it, when you say it quick, I don't know. Taigo, Taika, Taiga, Taika, whatever. What he, 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 he's never let me down in the past. He's been consistently hilarious. And, uh, I haven't, I haven't seen Joda rabbit yet, but it's, it's def, it's like next on my list. I was torn between that and parasite and mm-hmm. I went with parasite the other night, but I just, I keep getting free movies on my scene card, man. Like, I don't know if there's some weird glitch in the system. That's like <laughs> totally working in my favor. But like, I feel like every like two weeks I get an email. It's like, we're giving you a free movie. And I'm like, sweet. What? Really? Like Dude, yeah, above yeah. your normal scene points? Above my normal scene points. How? Do you, do you bank with Scotiabank? Uh, I, do, I, used I, to. I do. And I don't get that, but sorry. Continue. Well, they just don't like you that much. I <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I do bank with Scotiabank. I don't actually use my Scotiabank account. I just opened it to get the scene part. <laughs> well, I mean, like, points, if you really like movies, you should really be using your Scotiabank accounts. See, here's yeah. the thing. I uh, I was using my Scotiabank accounts, and then uh, my account got, like, friggin' frauded, and some whoever got into my account spent, like, all of my money. Oh, no. And, uh, no, it was horrible. 
and like I had to like contact the fraud department, <laughs> and it was like it was like two weeks before I got my money back. Oh jeez, I'm, and, I'm like, surprised you, know, you got it back. Well, yeah, because like that's the thing is like it took them like two weeks to like conduct the whole investigation and like decide that it was like genuinely a fraudulent, yeah, you know, fraudulent activity. But yeah. then once they finally decided that it was fraudulent, then they gave me my money back. But like. Like that was like two weeks where like I had no money because some guy in friggin' Bangladesh or whatever just stole it and had to hate it. <laughs> that was like the time when my my Apple Music, when it that first started, I, it, all of a sudden it was like your Apple Music has been signed in by an iPhone 5C in Beijing. I was like, oh, nope. <laughs> I I don't have a 5C and I don't live in Beijing, so that's weird so, and they like all they did was upgrade my account from a single to like a family account or whatever but i was like i'm oh, not yeah. gonna pay an extra seven dollars a month or whatever it was so that this chinese but, family can use my apple music but alex really you'd funny. be doing you'd be doing a charity yeah. <laughs> maybe but maybe they're using it to pirate music and would you download a car dryden uh, yeah. <laughs> I would not download a car. <laughs> Loser, because I would if I could. <laughs> you know, one one of these days we should have a good discussion of the ethics of illegally downloading music, because I've taken my fair share of philosophical ethics classes. I have enough to say about it. That's it. Long story short, it's unethical. <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> yeah, <I> was, like, because <laughs> it, it just is. <laughs> It just and like, it's just if you just like the stealing. artist enough to want to support them, you should just buy the music or buy yeah. their merch. You know, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're gonna if you're gonna illegally download the music, at least buy some merch. <laughs> at least buy some merch. That's the least you could do. Yeah, we'll call that like the chaotic neutral because that that's kind of Cause, allowed. Because you wouldn't download merch. How did we get from movies to oh, oh right because scene points right fraud long story short i bank with the royal bank of canada now <laughs> mm. yeah nice well i could keep talking about movies but i don't want to hog that so oh well i don't i don't know what else do you have to talk about um i don't know upcoming knives out looks really cool and oh yeah I, like from the trailer i'm like okay that looks like a like a good movie directed by ryan johnson which he's like looper sweet and i know the last star wars are controversial but at least is like entertaining and good like i still liked it anyway oh um, go no yeah the last star wars is that what we're talking about? yeah the last <laughs> oh, star wars brennan said the last star yeah. wars was entertaining and good yeah well brennan will disagree on that <laughs> but that's you fine. can throw that opinion into a bonfire <laughs> yeah are you talking about solo no, no no the last jedi oh no solo was phenomenal i love oh solo. it was not phenomenal solo was good okay brennan it was like okay, no brennan. solo was okay brennan more brennan <laughs> the villain had the same name as me so it was an excellent <laughs> you just liked it because um no, Clark Brennan. Uh, I Emma, know what you're. No, yeah, Brennan. That's Amelia Clark. Clark. Yeah, no. yeah, Amelia. I was gonna say Emily, and I was like, I don't think that's her name. <laughs> that's I, yeah. I, I haven't seen Solo. That's that's the new Star Wars one that I haven't seen, or Star Wars affiliated one I haven't seen. Last Jedi? get Disney Plus and watch it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought Last Jedi okay. was okay. good. <laughs> I like the thing is, is I know that that you're gonna have the classic 
you know, OG Star Wars fans who are going to be upset no matter what happens in these movies that are new. Exactly. Phantom Menace was the best Star Wars to date. Change my mind. <laughs> Revenge of the Sith, come at me. <laughs> the, but like, if they would have just had an hour and a half of Ewoks, I would have been way happier. <laughs> but I just, I really identify with Anakin as a character because I too don't like sand. <laughs> wow. Yeah, same. Sand is coarse sand. and rough and it is irritating it gets and it gets everywhere. It gets everywhere. <laughs> this is true. What interesting dialogue. But, 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 but that line doesn't get enough credit because... Because then he kills the it. sand people because they have sand in their name. Speaking so of I was, racist, I, well, geez. I was... I was it, was, it wasn't because they captured his mother. Anakin, Anakin is racist to sand people. Dryden. <laughs> Dryden. Dryden. I, I, I was going to say that that line has some more significant meaning when you think about the fact that Anakin grew up on Tatooine, which is a whole planet covered in sand. And so really what Anakin is saying when he says, I don't like sand, is he's saying, I didn't like my childhood. Well, yeah, he was also a slave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. You like your childhood if it's spent in slavery. You know what? You know what I like? I like getting beaten in my spare time. You know, like no one likes that. No, <laughs> I'm, no I'm 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 just saying that line has more significance when you realize, oh yeah, he doesn't like sand because he associates it with the miseries of slavery and childhood. Yeah. Right. Okay. But then, no. no the <laughs> so at least the there was subtext. The thing that sucks most in that movie, <laughs> the thing that sucks most about Attack of the Clones, is when Anakin and Padme are sharing the, up the, there, Yes. And Anakin cuts it in half, <laughs> and he, like, forces the, <laughs> the other half over And it's Padme. just bad CGI. And then she takes it on her fork, and she takes, like, the tiniest little bite of it. Oh, it's just so I, awkward. I remember loving that scene as a kid and we're like, that is like the ideal date, you know? <laughs> Man, if I could control a pair with my mind. If I could split a pair with Natalie Portman, that would be the ideal date. You know what? I'm not going to disagree there. <laughs> All right. I mean, if you got to share a pair with someone. <laughs> it's not a bad, not a bad pair share. <laughs> pair share. <laughs> um well we could probably talk about star wars forever and maybe i won't get into the last jedi <laughs> but anyway ryan but johnson he has some cool ideas looper's like looper's pretty cool and unique and knives out i've actually heard like like it looks from the trailer i'm like oh that'll be fun but i've actually heard like really good things like kind of like parasite like it has a lot of other stuff going on under underneath and like a really well done movie so i'm excited for that it's a murder mystery uh, and it's got some like it's got Chris Evans and uh, Michael Shannon and oh um, Daniel, Daniel Daniel Craig, Craig yeah um, so oh, it, it looks sweet. really good. Anyway, um, but yeah, that's the movie I'm most excited for um, now. I was really excited for Jojo Rabbit and Parasite, but that that's exciting. Anyway, anyway, um. The other thing that I wanted to talk about 
or that we wanted to talk about was how we discovered that the bass player of AFI makes absolutely horrible, unfunny comics. <laughs> did you guys? Did you guys actually read them? The two, unfortunately, just yeah, just the ones I sent. Yeah, I didn't know there was so, more. So I I forget how I even I think it's because I follow him on Twitter. Um, and 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 I need I need to give a disclaimer. AFI is honestly like in my top three favorite bands of all time like i mean no disrespect to afi but uh their 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 bassist uh i I won't even mention his name because people can google it if if they want but he uh put on twitter uh a couple days ago this comic that he drew and wrote and i thought oh that's weird that he did that but i read this comic and i was like well like this isn't funny at all, but maybe I'm just missing. Like maybe it's just like anti humor, you know? Like yeah. maybe it's maybe it's like ironic humor that's not totally supposed to be funny. But then I I followed the link like to his blog, and like he's made a lot of these. Like this is a whole series of comics, <laughs> um, and none of them are funny. I hope there's like a thread of like some kind of overarching narrative that's like just going through it but very subtly that like you have to only like few people will pick up on and we're just shitting on oh. it for no good reason yeah <laughs> i gotta find i'm i gotta remember what it's called cats with but matches called, or something yeah. yeah it's it's cat with matches just singular okay like but i i, I want to explain i want to just like read out the one with the snake um because it's been haunting me oh yeah because there's also a there's also a it's 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 like the comics mainly revolve around the interactions between this cat and a snake okay but yeah go ahead Brennan. um yeah like dryden sent us two and those are the only ones i've looked at so far the one is like the first one's about like just like oh yeah pumpkin season <laughs> and it's just like yeah pumpkin uh, you know you need the right shape of pumpkin picking perfect pumpkins in art and then it's like uh, and then you, in the spirit of Halloween, I take it home and I stab it and gut it. And it's like, ha, huh, huh, sure. Okay. And like, it has a punchline, you know, it's not funny, but it has a punchline. Okay. So this next one, I'm going to describe it to you. So it's a cat sitting at a campfire in the first frame. So it's a cat saying, Hey Clyde, you want any of those, you want any of those marshmallows? And then off, off screen, it says, I do, but I am so sore from our hike. So I'm okay. Sure. If they went on a hike next frame is just the snake um saying i can't feel my body except pain next frame snake still off frame uh cat says come on they're so melty they're so melty good you know that makes sense uh just inch your way over here it is worth it snake still off frame okay okay you had me at melty good give me a marshmallow next frame they're together at the campfire says oops i just ate the last one you want a rice cake instead and that's the whole comic and i i i've been rereading this trying to find where the setup for the joke was where the punchline is what the point of it is like there must be some meaning and some idea behind it but it does it it has nothing it has no no direction in in the comedy and it's been I just can't get over it because it doesn't make any sense. And I don't know who this would make sense to. 
or like is this re- is this relatable uh, is he like oh everyone's been at a campfire where someone ate the last marshmallow and gave you a rice cake instead don't you hate that do you call me now please <laughs> i don't know call me now please you'll get that reference but everyone should watch i think you should leave on netflix <laughs> anyway I, I i got that reference. okay thanks but yeah oops i just ate the last one you want a rice cake and, and the, well uh, i mean it's just it's just not funny no they're not at all i'm looking to you now i didn't look before and <laughs> i mean the only thing that i find funny is his ability to draw a comical cat but yeah <laughs> the cat's arms are a little are a little off-putting to me that, that that's the part that i find funny is how the cat looks <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so i mean not not to hate on the guy no. like but he, he's he's a, he's a good artist and i do love afi so i mean all the power to him yeah i just i just think that that's a really weird little tip like <laughs> hey the bassist of afi also makes comics yeah. and, and they're not funny. and like okay i i don't know <laughs> afi um what genre i'm just like um okay afi's been through a lot of they've been through a lot of genres they started out in uh they started out like in the early 90s um as like straight up hardcore punk and then they evolved into more of a gothic horror punk kind of image okay and then from that they evolved in the mid 2000s to a straight up emo band (laughs) and they got really big amongst all the emo kids and uh from that they've turned into more of a contemporary alternative rock band okay but still kind of have some dark gothic elements yeah so like any you could imagine any band in those genres it'd be weird for one of them to create these <laughs> these odd like like these wholesome cat comics that aren't funny like for like if this was some like like weird stay-at-home dad that was like hey i'm putting out a new some new comics and you're like okay like please stop but to have someone in in, in a in a band like any of the genres you described to be doing this is just so odd it just adds to the to the weirdness of these comics i think i I think, like, not to toot my own horn, but I think I summed it up perfectly when I was like, uh, oh, just wait, I gotta go back and see. <laughs> Here we go. I said, I said, I didn't expect any of the guys from AFI to be particularly funny, but I also didn't expect them to try. And that perfectly sums <laughs> yeah. up my feelings towards these comics. Like, good for you for trying. I'm just completely shocked. <laughs> I'm just completely shocked, but okay. Um, anyway. So there's that. Um, are you guys ready for between the buns? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to describe what between the buns is? Because this is the first time we've done it. I think Al- that means it automatically falls on you or Bretto. No, Alex, I want you to describe between the buns. You've been, you've been, sw- you've been silent. oh no do i have to introduce it as a new segment 
Yes, because it is a new segment. This is the first time we've done it. You and Bredo both really struggle with this whole segment. <laughs> oh, I just want to know what you're looking for. Well, yeah, just, I have a question. Just, What's a segment? <laughs> yeah, might as well just be like, and now between the buns, and then you play the intro. No, because that would like, be really weird. No, be like, be like, hey, for all of our listeners, we're introducing a new segment. Perfect, you're doing good. Just keep it going. <laughs> <And here's-> <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm, please leave this no, in no yeah we want alex to do it so alex it, repeat exactly what dryden is gonna say to you right now okay just explain what between the puns is <laughs> no you have to walk him through it dryden okay alex here's no, what no. i want you to say okay what do you I want me to say i want you to tell the people that between the buns is a new segment that we're doing on the show where we talk about fast food and our fast food related adventures. Okay. <laughs> Just tell them. <laughs> tell the people, Alex, they're waiting. Clearly. All right, guys. So now we're going to have a new segment on the show. Um, it's called Between the Buns. Our, our guy Brennan here actually wrote a little jingle for all of you to listen to. That's going to play very soon. Um, but basically, we just talk about fast food. Hence, you know, what's in between our buns. Eh? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> our, our various related experiences with fast food. <laughs> All right, good. That was terrific. Okay, so <laughs> without further ado, what's in between the buns. your bun? Between the buns. All right, so uh, for this week's Between the Buns segment, um, I took it up. <laughs> Basically, I just used this as an excuse to, to get fast food. Um, seeing as though the whole segment was my idea and then I just <laughs> volunteered myself to be in charge of it this week. I was like, hey guys, we're going to do a new segment on fast food. Also, I'm going to be doing it. I'm going to be eating the fast food and I'm going to be talking about it. So <laughs> it's, just, it's a good cause. It's a good cause. And you guys just have to listen. Um, for this week, uh, we, well, I ate the, uh, <laughs> we all shared it. No, it was just me alone in my car. Um, I ate the Lay's barbecue chips, chicken tenders at KFC. So, um, the last day that these were available was actually, uh, on November 10th. So you can't actually get them anymore. Uh, but that's okay. Well, this is garbage. The- <laughs> This is where I find out if I want to try it. No, Alex, you don't want to try these. These were not good. <laughs> oh. Uh, so. Wait, but were these between the, a bun? No. but No, between the. Wow. I feel betrayed. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here's the thing. So I got the Lay's barbecue chicken tenders bucket for one. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so it included some popcorn chicken, some fries, two pieces of their regular fried chicken and then two of these Lay's barbecue chicken tenders. So okay. the Lay's barbecue chicken tenders are, were these limited time, uh, these limited time things, uh, basically just chicken tenders, uh, kind of breaded in Lay's barbecue chips. 
with some kind of barbecue sauce on them. Uh, I was excited because I love Lay's barbecue chips. Um, and honestly, the, the tenders were just one big disappointment. Um, they were given to me cold. Like they, they were lukewarm when I ate them. Uh, they were just not good. There was this weird, like there was definitely, like I could definitely taste the barbecue chips, but there was this weird kind of Cajun spice, like cayenne peppery kind of flavor underneath the chips that just didn't blend with the chips at all. It just wasn't good. And they were like, they were kind of soggy and they kind of had the texture of like, like store-bought frozen chicken strips, you know, like the, the pre-made chicken strips that come in a box at the freezer section at a grocery store. Um, Mm. those were honestly, those are better than the chicken strips that I ate from KFC. Now, I feel like my expectations were set accordingly because I mean, when you go to KFC, you're not exactly expecting like, you know, a three Michelin star cuisine, but, um, yeah, I'm glad I got the full bucket because like, I still just ate the regular fried chicken and that was, and that was still good. You know, the, like the rest of the bucket was good. The chicken strips were just awful. And, uh, that's what I have to say about that. I uh, I right. did have a fast food experience as well this uh, this last week and it was oh, nice. it was it was pretty simple you know like once in a while I'm a big Little Caesars fan mm. I like to just go and get myself a hot and ready pepperoni with some ranch dip and mm. just crush it. Dude, there is nothing better than getting a pizza all to yourself. Yeah, it, it's like, amazing. I don't know what it is about having to share food, but I just hate it. yeah i can just get a pizza all to myself man oh anyway but go on yeah so like every time it's like i never change the order it's just i'm just gonna get my pepperoni pizza and two ranch dip cups and and that's that's what i asked for that's what i paid for and Mm -hmm. and i got the three meat treat in the box That that's that is what it's called. I believe it's the three meat treat. Um, so it's got pepperoni. If one of us ever leaves the show, that's going to be the new name of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so, so there's there's pepperoni, bacon, and I, and I think it's sausage. <laughs> um, oh. And th- that pizza is ten dollars versus the pepperoni only, which is six dollars. And so I'm like, oh. this I is a, great. I can get a pepperoni pizza at Little Caesars for six dollars. Yeah, they're five ninety nine. N- unreal yeah like that's with, the best with, news i've gotten all day yes and with two ranch dips it's like eight dollars for a pizza and two ranch dips and it's really good ranch i don't know if they put why? like nicotine in it or something but it's really good <laughs> why do people even buy groceries if you can get these pizzas for 5.99 right and like you could eat two meals a day out of that yeah like that is ultimate efficient eating i I don't know but so here i am like i'm excited i'm like this is amazing i spent less money than i should have for this pizza this is great like it's it's four dollars more than the pepperoni obviously it's Mm -hmm. better it's not better at all Mm. the the bacon doesn't taste really like bacon and and the sausage just is like an extra substance on the pizza that doesn't really have flavor It, it like you know, if I'm eating Little Caesars, I'm just sticking to the pepperoni all the time. That 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 was, you know, thought it was going to be great. Good to know. Hmm. Yeah. I have not been to Little Caesars in a very, very long time. Yeah, so if you're ever yeah. thinking of, like, I kind of want a meaty treat, don't get the three meat treat. <laughs> That's just the wrong pepperoni. meat treat. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm not a huge just pepperoni guy. 
I don't well, know. Brandon, I like pizzas wrong. with a lot of toppings. <laughs> Do you guys know anywhere? Like, where's the best? Have you guys had Donair pizza? Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah. that's in my opinion, like my probably my favorite. That and barbecue it's chicken. Really barbecue like. chicken pizza always slaps. Like, right? Okay. Here's the yeah. thing. Thank you. Here's the correct opinion on pizza. <laughs> Pepperoni pizza is like your childhood best friend. You know, mm-hmm. like pepperoni pizza is just faithful. Like it's good. It can't everywhere. be bad. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's good everywhere. It's good hot. It's good cold. It's good with dip. It's good without dip. It's good with hot sauce or chili flakes or whatever. Like pepperoni pizza is just good, you know? Mm-hmm. And 90% of the time when I get pizza, I just get pepperoni, honestly, just for that reason. It's just, I know it's going to be good. It's going to satisfy that that pizza spot, you know? Yeah, and it's like the truest form of pizza. Exactly. Exactly. It's it's pizza in its truest form. Yeah. Uh, if we were if we were if we were Plato in ancient Greece, we would spend time contemplating the form of the pepperoni pizza in order to <laughs> grow more in tune with the form of pizza as a whole, but that's it's for another time. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, like I do love donair pizza. I do love barbecue chicken pizza, but like those just aren't as faithful. It's kind of one of those things that you have to like pepperoni pizza. You have to come back to every few pizzas just so you remember yes. what pizza should be, you know? Yes. Mm. I don't do like, that. Even though, even though at Boston pizza, which it's weird that Boston pizza is the name when pizza is like one of their least good things there. But they they have yeah. recently I, their pizza is pretty solid though the pizza is pretty uh, solid and like, you, oh, like lately it's been getting really good they have this new one called the Royal Hawaiian and I used to oh, okay yeah that one's actually delicious. I used to okay, hate wait, pineapple know. on pizza but it's grilled and then put on it's it's unreal did you guys know that Brennan actually works at Boston Pizza I do I've been there for eight years wow um, and did you get a plaque good man <laughs> great place to work <laughs> no you've been working at Boston um, Pizza longer than I've been in university. <laughs> yeah and like i'm a grad st- like i've been in university a long time yeah it's been a long time um right now i'm just there one shift a week because i have like 30 hours at the church um which it's not bad it's actually like a kind of a nice break um from the normal like kind of style of work i have so i don't mind it and serving is a is a good is a good thing part it's job, it's amazing so. actually like jamie yeah. my girlfriend works at boston pizza too and she makes as much money as me and i'm a red seal carpenter you know like yeah. like her paycheck plus her tips mind you she's like a manager but her tips oh, nice. are insane like 500 plus a week in tips cash jeez yeah but she works think, think full of, time think of how many little caesar's pepperoni pizzas she can buy <laughs> by serving boston pizza pepperoni pizzas yeah that's the circle of pizza she could buy she could buy like eighty pizzas out of one week's worth of tips. <laughs> eighty pizzas equates like hundred and sixty meals for one person. Wow, that's he's, he's doing he's doing the math over there, guys. Wow, quick maths. <laughs> hey, you don't get to be Manitoba's best carpenter without knowing your quick maths. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh that's how I am. That's how I am with my didgeridoo. <laughs> what because, like, I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> because like i'm not gonna lie to you i'm not falling at all <laughs> yeah, i'm not sure where it's gonna go but i'm intrigued all right because, yeah continue because 
when you're Manitoba's best carpenter, that's like the ace in your back pocket, right? Like you can just like suddenly remind people like, oh, just so that you know, I am Manitoba's <laughs> best carpenter, you know? And yes. like, that's how I am with my didgeridoo because like, I'm not a good didgeridooist, but like any given person, <laughs> any given person that I talk to, like chances are I'm at least in like the top five didgeridooists that they've ever met, right? <laughs> at, at least. I would say five. definitely at least. <laughs> Only, so, like it's the ace in your back pocket, you know. <laughs> the only the only yeah. slight trump card I may have over you is that like it's my job. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, well, like you got me there. Not gonna lie. <laughs> but I can't play a didgeridoo, and you can. It's really easy. It's really if you buy a didgeridoo, you can play a didgeridoo. <laughs> <laughs> there's literally all the didgeridoo is is a big tube that you blow. <laughs> you just you put your mouth up to it and then you go and there you go you're playing the didgeridoo so do you do you I have with you where you live right now uh no i don't it's an awkward thing to move <laughs> i was gonna say i can't imagine being your landlords and like just coming from upstairs just <laughs> Well, Dryden, next time you're back at home, we're recording a segment <laughs> called Dryden's Didgeridooing. I have I have a recording on my phone, I think, of me playing. I should see if I can find it. <laughs> if, you, um, if you find it, you'll have to send it in the podcast uh, group chat. Yes. I remember, um, so I bought the Didgeridoo on Kijiji, <laughs> which, which I didn't course. Because, I mean, where else do you buy a Didgeridoo? And the guy that I was buying it from, he was, like, going to meet me in, like, the mall food court to sell it to me. So <laughs> I remember I was sitting in the mall food court. And, of, of course, you don't know what this guy's going to look like, right? Like, you don't know what to look yeah. for. But I saw this guy sitting, like, three tables over from me. And he was carrying, like, something, like, some sort of really, really long cylindrical object. And it was wrapped in, like, it was wrapped in newspaper, and I was, and I just remember sitting there thinking, like, is that the didgeridoo? Like, how do you go up to someone and say, like, <laughs> like, are you the didgeridoo? <laughs> are you the didgeridoo guy? <laughs> but then, so like, I, I did, like, I never, I never went up to the guy, and then turned out it was like a completely different guy that was selling the didgeridoo. So like, I don't know what the heck that guy. <laughs> he was also know. selling a didgeridoo. I don't know what that guy had, but he had some oh. long food wrapped in newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> there are currently um, two for sale on Kijiji in Edmonton. One comes with a bonus wow. authentic Aussie boomerang. <laughs> and that bundle is only $100. That's and then amazing. the next one is $500. And it's just a didgeridoo. So obviously, if I ever buy one, it's coming with a boomerang. Here's the thing about boomerangs <laughs> they're a myth. <laughs> I had one when I was a kid, and that thing did not come back. Yeah, well, did you have the proper throwing <laughs> technique, Dryden? It's it's still in the air, and Dryden still. is constantly scared. It's still in the air. It's still coming. You never back. know when it's going to return. It's just going to smack me in the back of the head one of these days. <laughs> Ten years later. It's been on a full world tour. Yeah. There was some joke on... Or no, it oh, it was uh, there, this thing went around Twitter, and it was this like senior quote in this year in this like high school yearbook, and this kid's senior quote was like, "My dad is like a boomerang. I hope." 
No. <laughs> Sorry. Things got really dark. <laughs> I just thought that was really funny. That is pretty funny. Um. All right. Well, we've got one more th- important thing that we need to cover, and then we can. We uh, do. And then, and then we can we can wrap her up. Uh, so, <laughs> on top of on top of, I can't buns, believe Bretto did it. <laughs> I just well, can't believe it. On top of on top of between the buns, uh, we're starting another new segment. We're going to do this every week, and uh, on this segment, basically, we like every week we're going to spin a wheel. And that wheel is going to randomly select an album, and so and and we're going to choose which albums go on that wheel. And maybe it's a really crappy album, maybe it's a really good album, whatever. And we're going to spin the wheel to pick an album, and then we're going to spin another wheel to pick somebody's name out of the four of us. And so whoever whoever's name gets picked, that person has to listen to the album that gets picked and has to report back on it in the next episode. So uh in it, so we spun the wheel like last week and uh it ended up being that Bretto had to listen to Justin Bieber's Christmas album. And, uh, because Bretto is committed to the podcast, he actually did it. And, uh, now, now Bretto, you get to explain to us your experience in listening to JB's Christmas album, and then we'll spin the wheels to decide next week. So I actually was dreading it. (laughs) I put it off for as long as I could. Really? Why? Um, (laughs) because it's, it's Justin Bieber's Christmas album. Like, I don't know. Upside, it's a Christmas album, so that's not too bad. Um, but to make it better, I decided to listen to it while I was shopping at Costco because I figured it might make my Costco trip a little bit better. And honestly, it did. Why? Why did you figure that? Never once have I been in Costco <laughs> and been like, you know what would make this better? <laughs> sorry go on (laughs) um so honestly the first like five maybe six songs not too bad i was enjoying myself enjoying the christmas music i might have even been smiling a few times which is kind of weird um (laughs) but (laughs) once it hit to track seven drummer boy Featuring oh, Busta yeah. Rhymes. <laughs> that's where that's where it lost me. <laughs> oh no! Because it. I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. So what was Justin like, it was thinking? Who, I I don't know. I don't know. I bet it was like his manager or like whatever <laughs> record label what music group he was with. Better. Busta Rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so th- th- this is a song that lost me because it stopped being like Christmas music and it started just to be like, it got very like techno-y and like synthesized. I can't say the word now. Synthesized? Um, synthesized? Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, <laughs> um, I don't, it just wasn't Christmas music. And then the few songs after that, it was like kind of around 
Christmas themes, but then it felt directed to like a young 13, 14 year old girl audience. <laughs> and I'm like, this is not for me. <laughs> yeah. On the upside though, he closed strong with uh, silent night, which is just a classic. Um, so no overall, like it's an all right album. If you're going to listen to a Christmas album and like someone puts it on the back, it's a, it's fine. It's no Michael Buble or like Frank Sinatra or Celine Dion or anything, but it's, it's music. <laughs> So, so I have disabled this my, album, my question would be music. then, like, if you have to rate it one to ten <laughs> as a whole. Um, just because it made my experience at Costco with that little bit better, I'll give it a four. That's not bad. That's better than I was expecting. And if you if you could cut out those other songs, the rating would probably just like skyrocket, right? Like if you oh, keep just oh, the I bump I bump that to a seven. Nice. Okay, oh, wow. cool. I'd bump it to a seven. Yeah. Wow. So for the traditional songs, we're like this is good. The other stuff just really takes away. Yeah, exactly. So I feel like it's not Justin Bieber that you like. I feel like it's just Christmas music that you like and you don't care who's singing it. Exactly. Yeah. No, that's exactly mm-hmm. it. All right. Yeah. Well, boys, I got the wheels ready here to spin to uh, determine our fate for next week. All right. Do we, do, have we decided on what albums are on it? Well, okay. See, we still have the albums, uh, we still have the albums from last week that didn't get picked, and now Bredo gets right. to add one. So the albums okay. that we already have on the wheel are uh, Steven Seagal's Blues album, because that's a thing that exists. <laughs> um, Kids Bop 16. Oh, that's, <laughs> yes. that's torture. And uh, Iggy Azalea's latest album. Okay. <laughs> so, Bredo, now you get to choose one to add to the list, and then we'll spin the wheel. So just because Brennan and Alex don't really listen to heavy music too much, I think a nice in-between point that they can potentially listen to, I think they need to listen to, or it should go on that hopefully they can listen to uh, The Act by Devil Wears Prada. Okay. I I do have a couple Devil Wears Prada albums. All right. So we've got a really weird assortment. (laughs) assortment of <laughs> albums here uh steven seagull's blues album kids bop 16 iggy azalea and double wears prada so without further ado <laughs> oh should we pick the album first or the person oh the act just got released Ooh, i hope it gets to be me because i haven't okay. listened to this i didn't know they released a new album well i mean i got news for you alex you can listen to it no matter what no 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 i'm only allowed to if it's my name all right, well, let's spin the wheel and find out. So, Bredo's name is not on the wheel. It's just Dryden, Brennan, and Alex on the wheel. And we are spinning now. Oh, no, it's me. Oh, no. I hope you get kids bop 12, 16, or whatever. I almost kind of hope I do get kids bop. Just because I'm so, so curious. Funny. Okay, I've got four options and I'm not crazy about any of them, so let's go. Oh, it's Devil Wears Prada. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That was the best possible option, I think. Although I am curious about Steven Seagal's album, but maybe next week. <laughs> All right, so I guess next week I'll be, uh, I'll be bringing an honest review of Devil Wears Prada. I'm, I'm and, intrigued uh, to see what you think. Because yeah, I'll probably yeah. listen to it too this week on my way to work or something. I honestly have not listened to Devil Wears Prada since like grade nine. Roots so. above and branches below. That was the time for that that album. Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, that was probably it. 
Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, this new album's so good too. So Well, I guess I'm excited. Um, okay. Well, we're uh we're a little over our time here tonight, guys. So uh, <laughs> Autobots roll out. Autobots roll I say that all I'm so glad that you just said that because I say that all the time and people get mad at me. <laughs> yeah, well people have no culture. Yeah, I just think that's like the funniest possible thing to say when you're leaving somewhere collectively, like Autobots roll out. <laughs> um yeah. Well, this has been episode eight of the Brain Mosh Podcast. And uh yeah, I guess we'll be back in a in a week or so and we'll talk more about fast food and heavy metal and Canadian politics and yeah. All right. All right. This is Dryden signing out. Cool. Are we each are we each signing out? You can you can do whatever feels right for you. Okay, okay bye. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye and good night, everyone. Thanks for listening. Yeah, I feel like Dryden just kind of says goodbye for everybody with saying goodbye and goodnight, everyone, so. <laughs> he didn't thank the audience, though, so like. Oh, thank you for listening. Bye, goodnight. That's it. Now we're done. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> okay. Stopping my recording. <laughs>